also your favorite podcast. High on horror. <laughs> we all be your guests. <laughs> They're not guests. I got <laughs> Southern and Beauty and the Beast in my head. <laughs> be our guest. <laughs> Put our chainsaw to the test. <laughs> well, that's staying in now. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, yeah, we are your hosts. You can do it, I'm Josh. <laughs> and I'm Chris. I'm on vacation, y'all. <laughs> and I'm Miles. I was going to do all names and shit. I was thinking of it on the way home, and I just lost myself to the giggles. <laughs> you ever do that, boys? You ever lose yourself to the giggles? Particularly in this show, when we record, talking about Texas Chainsaw Massacre and ooh, that smell. That's the hardest <laughs> I've ever laughed on a podcast. <laughs> Me and Miles sure had a few of those moments when we were watching this movie yes. that we're doing this week. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre from 2022. But yeah, I'll I'll say right up top, I like this movie. <laughs> Yo, me too. I thought it was dumb as hell and so awesome. <laughs> like three for three. There is definitely. I, I'm, hell yeah. I'm glad you guys had some points where you were like laughing your ass off because there were definitely scenes where I was just cackling. <laughs> yeah, me and Miles were on the fucking floor at one point <laughs> like screaming so yeah me and miles uh chris was out of town so he couldn't join us but me and miles did a, a virtual hang where we watched this together we should probably record next time because just for bonus content <laughs> yeah. that shit was hilarious i would i would like to rewatch it and pretend like i'm there Right. <laughs> Where do you boys want to start? Did you do anything spooky before we get started? Do you have any horror stuff? Oh, I do. I do. Oh. I saw what might be my favorite horror movie in a hot minute this week. I went and saw The Cursed, which had mm -hmm. a very quiet February release in theaters. Um Holy shit, that movie is amazing. We're definitely reviewing it on the show. I highly recommend anybody who likes horror at all to go watch it. It's a period piece horror film. And I was telling Miles this because I gave him shit about the Brotherhood of the Wolf, but it all came back full <laughs> circle because the beast of was a Je vous don. Je vous don. <laughs> yeah. That is referenced multiple times in this Fuck film. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I was like, holy shit, Miles is going to geek on this. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to see this. For any of you that don't know, uh, we did an episode on Miles' show, the Disc Dump Podcast. For his 100th episode, we did his favorite movie. Brotherhood the of the Brotherhood Wolves. Brotherhood of the Wolves. <laughs> it was awesome. Hell yeah, it was. And then... Then there was a, a follow-up part where Chris, <laughs> who couldn't have been there for the regular recording, came on and uh, he had a different opinion. I thought it was less than awesome, but it definitely, I am appreciative that I've seen it now because it actually tied into this movie and it gave me more context, which was good. Definitely go listen to that episode. It's just me and Miles going, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> For like 45 minutes. As Chris says the most ridiculous shit about an awesome movie. He doesn't yeah. like a 1700s period piece with kung fu fighting. <laughs> I guess I can understand that a little bit. 
<laughs> Best but movie what ever. is this? What is this movie? I feel like, like describe it to me a little, because I feel like I had to have seen the trailer for this. So it's a period piece about this manor home, and like it's it follows a family. He's kind of like the lord of this like estate in like the late 19th century so late 1880s 90s um and i don't want where's the set it's set in france actually um okay (laughs) (laughs) so like marshy woods yeah no it like the cinematography (laughs) reminded me a lot of the witch like lots of eerie shots of the trees um and this we got any stars in this any star power or all unknowns uh, the father is someone I've seen before. I'll look him up real quick, but I don't want to like say too much about what the plot is because I feel like part of it is the intrigue of like not knowing because like from the trailers, it could be anything from a ghost story to like monster you know, flick, a, a demon monster. Yeah. I thought it was fucking awesome. So it reminded me a little bit of the remake of the Wolfman as well. Which I'm a fan of. Yeah, we all like that movie. What's wrong with people? Yeah. It's a good movie. The body count is fucking <laughs> wild. Anyway. Yeah, if you don't like that movie, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you guys want to cover Cursed on a future episode, perhaps next week? 100% I would like to cover it. I can't wait to hear you guys' thoughts on it. I thought it was legitimately... It's exactly what I want out of horror movies moving forward. Like, for a serious horror film, the story is on point and, like... There are definitely some gory moments. There are some good scares, but like the story as a whole is very like tight. It doesn't feel bloated. Uh, you care about all the characters. Uh, there's scenes with children being involved in danger, which is always pretty pretty tense and scary. Um, and I mean, I thought the direction of it was just fantastic. There's one one shot in it that I was like blown the fuck away by. I was like, damn, like I had. Straight up, straight up goosebumps. Streaming anywhere, or is it only in theaters? Only in theaters. Boyd Holbrook, who I've never heard of, um, he plays the. Definitely heard that name. He he plays the pathologist, and uh, Kelly Riley, um, she is in Pride and Prejudice from two thousand five. She's also in Flight with uh denzel and she's in the sherlock holmes film with robert downey jr she's like the red-headed lady and then alistair petrie he was in rogue one he's like one of the generals uh for the resistance and he's also in rush and the bank job you'll recognize him when you see him but uh yeah but yeah i i thought all the acting was really good um the story was super intriguing uh, I went and saw it by myself and just loved it. Yeah, so I'm excited for you guys to check that one out because, uh, I mean, there's something I want to say about it, but I really just don't want to give anything don't away. Don't you do it. So, don't you do it. So you guys will enjoy it, though. I know you will. So Hell yeah. Yeah, hopefully I can see it before next week so we can record and talk about how fucking dope it is. What is it called? The Cursed. Oh, yes. I've seen this with them putting the scarecrow up. Dude, the scarecrow's fucking crazy. Does that thing come to life? I will not say. Don't you tell That's me. A yes. Stop That's it. That's a yes. Stop asking for spoilers. I don't want them. <laughs> I will not say. I needs to know. 
<laughs> Jessica Biel may be in this. And she's <laughs> I want it. I need it. <laughs> oh, Boyd Hellbrook is the dude from Logan with the robot hand. Oh. That's trying to get X-23. Mm. Uh, he he does a good job in this movie, too. He plays a pathologist. Who like He's like poor man's Charlie Hunnam. <laughs> I didn't know there was a rich man's Charlie Hunnam. Uh, yeah, it is. It's a, some weird, <laughs> like weird thing. Like basic plot without it giving anything away is uh, Boyd Holbrook's character goes to this wealthy landowner's uh, land because one of his children goes missing, mm. and and yeah, and there's gypsies involved. <laughs> and the Beast of Jeboudon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. We get no motherfucking monster in this thing. Anyway, let's <laughs> not do that. Fake armored werewolf. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are here to talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Let's fucking talk about the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Before we do that, can we plug our social media links so the peeps can find us? Uh, Go for it. Uh, Twitter, <laughs> Twitter, and Instagram at H on H Pod. You can find our fire memes and all kinds of fun facts about the movies that we talk about. And we advertise what we talk about each week on there. And you can tell us what a great job we're doing and how funny we are and how hot Jessica <laughs> Beale is. <laughs> that never hurts. Never. I'll be honest with you folks. I've been, you boys been slacking on the social lately. I got a lot of shit going on. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta give us a break here. Cause the boys over at high on horror have been, everybody has had a lot up in the air recently. So, we're we're dedicated to putting these episodes out, but some of the other stuff might take a backseat. <laughs> and even then, sometimes. <laughs> I'm killing it on the Facebook front. I posted this month one time. I'm not going to lie. Literally, as of my drive home, that to then which I stepped through the door and immediately set this up to do this podcast, I am now officially on my first real vacation in eight years. <laughs> Congratulations, yeah. bro. Yeah, tell them. So, tell them where you're going. So, yeah, so if an episode doesn't come out, I'm sorry. You get, you're getting a week off from your boys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I am tomorrow night, not my first night flight ever, and my first solo flight. I'm a little, I feel like I've been. I've had a lot of anxiety today, and I think that might be the root of the cause. <laughs> but uh, solo flight to Tampa, down to see my boy. Florida. Yeah. yeah. Jay Honcho and the Dirty Dog doing some fucking solo time. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm hyped. This is the first time one of my podcast real friends is coming to see me. Hello, Hell darkness, yeah. Miles. <laughs> <laughs> Miles is the new Chris of this situation. He couldn't come because he just started a new job. Which he's kicking ass at. Thanks, bro. Yeah. He told his boss to fuck off. He's only been there for like two weeks. <laughs> my boss's boss, but yeah. <laughs> he is a legend. And fuck and off you, he did. I'll take a I'll take a picture and post this on the social. You have to see what Miles looks like tonight. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's it, Give us your best pose, Miles. Nope. It's I my, liked it better oh, like this. It's my second favorite look besides the one in the orange beanie. Oh, yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Uh, one eyebrow up like the fucking rock. <laughs> <laughs> the people's eyebrow. <laughs> yeah, Miles looks like a straight right. up 80s sex icon. You're welcome. Yeah, he does. Putting us to shame. All of them ladies want to ride that mustache. 
Watch Stars my Bros. Just really, my monitor TV is just like too bright and I can't turn it down. So I look like <laughs> I'm riding a motorcycle into the high on horror universe. Miles, this is a music video. <laughs> Grab the ukulele, Miles. Yeah. Throw something down. <laughs> So before we actually get into this movie, though, um, I know you guys have some other like spooky stuff I'm sure you've been doing, but I, I just want to talk about like the production of this film. So just remind me about that when we get there. I think we're there, brother. I Let's get into no this movie. A couple things that I found very interesting. This movie was filmed in Bulgaria. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting. Weird. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> Um, on top of that, the director for this movie, David Blue Garcia, has like no other production credits on anything that I've ever heard of. He did a he did some cinematography for a movie called Tejano and also for cinematography for Bloodfest, but I don't think he had ever directed before. Um, Belgian movies. <laughs> <laughs> so I I always find that interesting because I imagine, you know, a lot of these like directors that their first their first foray into horror, they kind of stay in the genre. So I have a feeling we'll be seeing more from him. Um, it's just so weird, though. You don't ever think of like a like horror movies. None of them are high budget. Like horror movies don't cost that much money to make. Yeah. Like it's hard to believe a lower budget movie would travel across the world to fucking <laughs> film a movie. Just like the the fact that the tax breaks are by that much is insane. It's one thing to be like, oh, this is supposed to be Texas, but it's Idaho. <laughs> like, not, it's bull. We flew everybody and all our equipment overseas <laughs> to film a movie that takes place in Texas. <laughs> yeah, Texas needs to step it up on the, uh, the film tax breaks, apparently. <laughs> I also thought it was interesting that, uh, so the last Texas Chainsaw movie was Leatherface in 2017. And Lionsgate had plans for five more movies after that, but they lost the rights to this franchise because of the time it took to get Leatherface out. So Legendary picked it up, and that is how this ended up on Netflix. Um, and it has a very prominent name in horror, someone that I have been keeping a close eye on for the past couple of years because I loved his remake of The Evil Dead. And I also really enjoyed both of the Don't Breathe Breathe films. I'm talking about Fede Alvarez, the king of body horror right now, in my opinion. Some of the best gore out there. And it definitely shows in this film. I don't know yeah, who that is. guy is other than those three movies you just listed, but I believe you. Dude, he is uh, he's a master. He's Uruguayan. And those are all of the films that he's done. Wait, wait, wait. You just said the word Uruguayan. He's Uruguayan. I, is that a word? Yeah. Cause it's from Uruguay, bro. <laughs> <laughs> he is, you know, an up-and-comer. Um, like, like I said, he doesn't have a huge filmography, but all of his movies, if you've seen those three, all three of them are exceedingly brutal. They have some serious gore, and uh, I love it. I think it's like hyper-realistic, super gory, and it definitely shows in this film. Although he was a producer, he was not the director. I feel like he's one of those names, though, that, like, if his name's on it, like, and it's horror, it's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Kind of kind of like how, like, when it's like, oh, produced by J.J. J. Abrams. Like, J.J. J. Abrams' directorial 
record ain't that great, but he produces a lot of cool shit. Yeah, or like I think of Ari Aster. I mean, Ari Aster does more directing, but if I see Ari Aster making a horror movie, I'm going to see it. Everybody produces. It's like you're just getting paid to put your fucking two cents in on something. You know, he's like sitting there. He's like, this could be more brutal. Like Steven Spielberg produces shit. (laughs) Like, All the big names are doing it. (laughs) Well, yeah, so that's that's all I had to say about... uh, about this, I mean, the cast isn't super notable. I don't know, like, the majority of these characters. I've never even seen them in anything. Um, what did you guys think? Did you see anybody in here that you recognized? I feel like I might have recognized the mechanic guy from something if I looked it up, but other than that... I feel like the cast of no. this movie are all, like, a bunch of people who are in indie movies that got good reviews that no one's seen. It's just based on nothing other than the way that they look. Yeah, a couple like that. Ma- the not the the main girl's sister, which I feel like they advertised was the main girl. She looks familiar, but I, I think she just looks like a younger version of a different actress. She Sarah doesn't. Yarkin. Yeah, she doesn't even have a Wikipedia page, so she is definitely not not. She's well the known. top build person in this movie, Sarah Yarkin, the not main character. <laughs> yeah, they kind of treated her like she was the main character, but she was a little too much of a bitch to be. <laughs> yeah. Jacob All Lattimore, right. who played Dante, he was in uh, he was in the Maze Runner, but that's literally uh, the only person that I've seen in any of these. So but, I gotta put out there, I did not like Sarah Yarkin, but my reasoning no. is not very great. Uh, she has my hair and eyebrows, and we all hate people who are just like us, and <laughs> she is definitely just like me in that way. And her character confused me. Because, well, that confused me. More kind of irritated me towards not liking her. It's because you have a movie where all you're doing is beating to death the fact that it's 50 years after this event that took place in the 70s. And you have a character that's dressed like she's in the fucking 70s with a (laughs) hairstyle that's like she's in the fucking 70s. I don't think hipster was the way to go with this. Like, I know you're trying to differentiate them from being from Texas, but there's more like there's just just regular how about just regular clothes? oh they were still from texas they were just from austin which is its own country <laughs> yeah, Austin, i guess is a hipstery place it is very much so i feel like this was a message that was just like fuck gen z fuck em. literally yeah, this i guess if you look at it for there it is a bunch of fucking hipsters yes <laughs> It's like all influencers and shit. But usually a hipster, like that type of movie would be like, fuck these hipsters. But this is kind of like, yeah, what's wrong with them fucking buying a town up <laughs> nowhere and fucking opening karate studios or whatever the fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's the opposite. I feel like they were definitely like, okay, fuck your cell phones. Real life is sucks. Like with the bus scene and shit. No, but what I mean is, is I feel like there would usually be regular characters and then there would be a group of characters like that mm. to be like, look at these idiots. Kind of like Tucker and Dale versus Evil. <laughs> <laughs> you have the girl, the no- one normal girl, and then all of her stupid friends, but also <laughs> the other characters are stupid on the other side of it. That's kind of what the cowboy character was, the the contractor guy. I felt like... And, like, he got a bad rap right off because he, Richter, I guess was his name, because he had a gun on his hip, and they were, like, all giving him the stink eye, and Sarah Yarkin's character. Could have been a little nicer. Yeah. Didn't have the best bedside manner himself. He was, I mean, 
you have all these fucking randos show up in this ghost town and they start bitching immediately. Like, yeah, fuck your, fuck your shit. But I have an immediate question. Sorry, we're jumping all over the place here. <laughs> but this, <laughs> it's not our traditional style. But uh, who? This this is a ghost town. The only people that live in this town are this mechanic, this old lady, and Leatherface. <laughs> Whose fucking car was the mechanic <laughs> fixing? <laughs> Didn't they he say he is working on a car at all times? <laughs> There's no other people. Didn't they say he that this town is three hours away from anything? Who's yeah. driving three hours to be like, all right, mechanic, mechanic my car. I'll be outside, I guess. Maybe he was just fixing up an old beater. Pretty sure it was like a 2003 Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did like the, like, <laughs> location, but... It's Bulgaria, I mean, Josh. <laughs> it couldn't... It couldn't have been more of like that's just a backlot studio stage. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that they just built that little town because there's nothing to it. Like, no town is that small. <laughs> like that's just the a downtown area of a town. It reminds me like, of the end of Jackass Two when they're all in cowboy outfits singing <laughs> and dancing. It looked just like that. Like, real small towns have, like, a gas station. These motherfuckers had a movie theater. (laughs) (laughs) So, are we going to go through the plot beat by beat, or can we just assume everyone who has seen this is listening to this all 90 million I mean, let's run it down loosely, and let's run it down loosely, like, not be as detailed, so just to save a little time, and we can talk more importantly just about our reactions to shit. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we we start with the same opening narration as always, read by the the same voice actor. What's his fucking name? John. Night Court guy. John Larroquette. Yeah, John Larroquette. Yeah, but it turns out this time this is he's like narrating it to a like AMC style like documentary about the the events of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and like the town has now become like a little bit of a hot spot for like tourists, like Roswell. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like the Amityville Horror House. Yeah, it's like oh this crazy shit happened fifty years ago, and then Leatherface was never found. Like Bloody and Mary. Sorry, rule of threes. I had to do another one. <laughs> <laughs> They're selling like chainsaw, corkscrews, <laughs> and all sorts of novelty shit. And uh, yeah, this group of douchey like influencers comes to town in their automated car, <laughs> like their self-driving car, Tesla. Oh, you mean the 2022 Tesla that has self-driving yeah. and uh, you can just kick back and relax. I don't know if you noticed the GPS qualities. Like, it was such an ad for Tesla. It was not Doesn't even Doesn't need to be charged either, apparently. Nope, you can drive three hours without charging this fucking Tesla. Well, you can drive three hours... And then leave it for an entire day. <laughs> and then fucking... Like, it doesn't work that way. But yeah, they, they are, like... They use their influence money to buy a town, basically. And now they're going to sell it to investors. Yep. And they had gotten all the property rights. But when they get there, there's still a 
mechanic, which they didn't seem to have a problem with him living there. <laughs> well, he was also their contractor for the for the town. Oh yes, he's gonna build it up or whatever. Yeah, and this old lady and her son, because she used to run the orphanage, and they the old lady like is refusing to leave. So they're like, oh, no, we own your property. Like, we're having you arrested if you don't leave. Yeah. But it turns out that they didn't actually get the deed for her property. So she was she did have the right to live there, but she had a heart attack and died <laughs> <laughs> because of this commotion, which uh, Leatherface gets in, gets in the ambulance with her. Yeah. I love how the blonde girl, the Dante's girlfriend, Ruth, is like, oh, I'll have, I have to go with her. It's like, why are you getting in this ambulance? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had nothing to do with that at all. She wasn't even in the house when that happened. <laughs> I know. She's like, Sarah, who is Sarah's char- character name? Whatever it was. It doesn't matter. Her and it does not Melody, matter. that's what it was. Melody and Dante. They were like, I should go. No, I should go. And Ruth is like, no, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, we know he's dying first. <laughs> Uh yeah that that uh that was a bad move by her because then as they're driving Jenny the mother dies and Leatherface has a tender moment with her and then the cop in the back seat <laughs> I loved how they kicked this off the cop in the back seat's like oh yes I keep forgetting about this part <laughs> and it it fucking destroys me every time he's like calm down there big boy and he goes to pull his gun and Leatherface fucking grabs his arm and snaps it and then grabs his grabs the bone that's sticking out and stabs him in the freaking jugular with it which was one of the most brutal kills of a horror movie I've ever seen it was fucking dope it was so good he did it over and over and over again it was insane and then he ends up shooting the cop that's driving the car through the neck it's just all hell breaks loose and they wreck into a tractor in the middle of nowhere then he cuts his mom's face off and then uses that as the leather face mask for this whole movie as he's mad about his mom shouldn't they both be like a hundred years old though yeah it is weird he should basically be as old as she is yeah there's a direct sequel to the original and there's like pictures of him as a child as an orphan there okay yeah i mean conservatively i guess you could say he was 20 in the original one but he looked like he it's hard to tell because he looked 45 but it was the 70s so (laughs) people just looked 45 in fucking high school (laughs) (laughs) so like since we don't get an an actual like birth certificate, I'll say like let's say twenty, he'd still be seventy. He's outrunning fucking teenagers in this movie. <laughs> but I don't give a fuck because it was amazing. I know. Fun. I was totally just all in on it. I was like, I I don't even care. They they gave him super strength and super speed, and I was fucking here for it. Fun theory, my friend uh, Callie had. What up, Callie? She was like, wait, in the Jessica Buell one, there's this kid named Jedediah, and then later someone inherits the house, and there's a serial killer chainsaw man in the basement that I think they said was Jedediah. Is this him? Because it would make more sense if in 2003 he was a kid, so he's like in his 30s, approximately. Yeah, but I mean, this guy, I mean, at least looked like he was in his 50s or 60s. That's true. But a 70-year-old man hucking weapons at people and knocking them down staircases and shit? Like, come on. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm 34 years old and I cannot move as well as this man did. <laughs> so. The cardio alone. Yeah. That. What did you guys think of the scene after the ambulance crash, though, and Ruth wakes up? That was tense. It was tense. That was real tense. I was legitimately, like, very scared. Like, not, like, terrified, but, like, I was scared for her. I thought they did a good job of, like, oh, shit. Like, is he going to get her? Is she going to get away? They You're killed her away. in the least lethal way possible, though. They gave her a cut in the gut, and she was just like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, you wouldn't die that fast. I guess the implication was also supposed to be he was, like, choking her at the same time. But still, yeah, she didn't even, like, her body didn't even move to her fucking intestines flopping out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a great kill. And then the way that he kills the cop, the second cop, finally, he just bashes him in the head with the oxygen tank. Oh yeah! Ooh, just bow. I thought it was weird that he cut he the face he chose to use was his own mother's. Like I don't know if that was a nod to the original one, like wearing makeup and stuff like that. I feel I, like it was a nod to the co-ed killer, who was just this big, giant, hulking man that like he killed all these teenagers, but his main gripe was with his mom, and he did horrible things to his mom. Which you can look up on your own. I don't. This is awful. But this guy loved his mom. That's true. <laughs> his fake mom. I did have a problem with that though, of it being fifty years. It was like she was what just nice enough to curve his fucking bloodlust for fifty years, and then the second she's dead, he's like, oh, straight back to massacring. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill twenty-seven people. Starting right this second. Snaps an arm and stabs. Yeah, that's exactly the, the what happened. He literally kills an entire bus full of people at once. It's fucking awesome. It is amazing. Dude. Yeah, so, so he makes his way back to the town. And, you know, we get that really t- tense scene with Ruth the Blonde trying to radio for help before she gets killed. And... Uh, then what's her face? Melody ends up getting stuck in the house um, because the Richter, the the contractor, takes the keys of the bus and the car because he overhears that they think they've killed her, Jenny. That is the mother of Leatherface, and so he's like, "You can you can get your keys back when you prove to me that you owned that house." And they did not, um, and. Apparently, the guy at the gas station had overheard on the radio that homegirl was getting, you know, about to get murdered by a guy cutting someone's face off. So he calls Sally. She was about to get Leatherface. Yeah. (laughs) He calls Sally Hardesty, the legacy character from the first Texas Chainsaw, the survivor, who is now a battle-hardened ranger, a la Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I was going to say, the Jamie Lee Curtis of the movie, if you will, because this is a... Complete and blatant ripoff of Halloween 2018. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm fucking here for it. It's like if Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills had a baby. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love it. Uh, Dante and Melody are inside the house when Leatherface shows back up. What's holding the face to his face? Where did he find strength? He was in the middle of a goddamn... Sunflower seed feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he just kind of slaps it on there. 
I mean, it's wet and gooey. It is, but it never comes up. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> he die, he goes into a, like a pool, <laughs> <laughs> slapping it on his face. <laughs> <laughs> I liked the scene though where he attacks Dante, where the door's swinging. Yeah, that was well made. Yeah, I thought that was a cool cool way to film that. Um, yeah, they kept like you were never seen exactly what was happening into him. It was like cutting in and out. That was that was that was really like that. Yeah, and then he finally stumbles back in and dies yeah he gets like what he gets like butcher's knife to the throat yeah it was like a meat cleaver to the side of his face and it like opened his like his jaw was like hanging off and then like that reminded me a lot like they show it later when he's running through the street but it reminded me so much of the scene from the evil dead where the girl takes the shard of the mirror and cuts her face off yeah shit was gnarly He does a lot of ki- for a movie called Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I'd say if you take the bus away, he kills more people with other weapons. The Texas yeah. Chainsaw Hammer. Wait, the Texas Hammer like, Massacre. <laughs> he kills that dude with his own arm. He kills the other cop with the oxygen tank. He strangles that girl while slashing her stomach open with a broken, just a shard of metal from the van, which is what he also uses to cut his old bomb's face off. (laughs) Then he, yeah, then he starts hammering motherfuckers, and then finally he'll rev up a chainsaw. (laughs) So my one criticism of this film, kind of getting ahead of myself, but... Like, I actually thought that the one thing that I would that would have made this movie a lot better, like, I could overlook some of the stupider plot points, but I would have liked to have seen more of him, like, one-on-one hunting people while he was armed with the chainsaw, like, through that ghost town. Because, like, they had, like, such a great setting, and it would have been cool to have him, like, bust through a wall at some point and just fucking chainsaw someone down. Like, I, th- I feel like that was kind of a missed opportunity. He chainsaws through the bathroom door. Yeah, but and like a lot of the a lot of the chainsawing takes place on the bus, which is an amazing scene. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like they could have had like some other rando characters that he just picks off in some of those houses. Yeah, that's true. There was enough people on the bus where you could have had a couple more supporting characters. Perhaps we could have gotten a couple that went out to fuck somewhere. That would yes. be nice. Yes. So the way that Josh described this franchise earlier in the year when we covered it was that all of these movies have a sense of just like hopelessness and they're just stuck and there's nothing they can do like they can't get away they're just fucked and this movie did not nail that vibe in the same way while it was a little bit more uh palatable this way without like feeling awful while you're watching it it was not true to the originals in that way which like that's kind of what made the texas chainsaw massacre what it is but there is also a lot of just really fucking stupid in there that most people don't know because they haven't seen the movies Mm -hmm. there's one where he literally gets a chainsaw that leaps out of the lake because it's called excalibur (laughs) and it's like nine feet long and it's all platinum and says excalibur on it I've never seen and this And then one. there's another one where he also dresses like a woman <laughs> with the worst mask ever. With the cover was a chainsaw that looked like lipstick. <laughs> like, there, there are so many stupid ones. I mean, yeah, that's To horror. where, like, this one finally fucking stuck the landing for me. Like, people are bitching like, oh, it didn't have the family. 
I don't want the family. <laughs> the family. I don't want a bunch of stupid, annoying rednecks. I live near a bunch of stupid, annoying rednecks. I don't want to listen to that shit. Like, give me a one silent killer. <laughs> like, And we got it. The fucking bravo. Thank you so much. I want a Jason Voorhees. I want a fucking Freddy Krueger. I want a Michael Myers. I don't need some fucking, let's make up something new that's gross to give these people, like, oddities. <laughs> like, this one's going to burn his own scalp with a coat hanger and eat it. Like, what? <laughs> fuck that. Writing this That's down, our the new second franchise. One. This guy's got a coloscopy bag that he carries <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah, you want some, like, I want scary. I don't want gross. Yeah. Cut it, like, killing someone with a chainsaw is not gross to me. It's the same as killing someone with a machete or knife or fucking spear gun like Jason does. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's cool. I don't need gross shit. Like, make the atmosphere disturbing without being disgusting. Yeah. What did you think about uh, one part that I was like, let's fucking go is when Leatherface goes up into his bedroom and busts open the wall to get the the chainsaw out. (laughs) I was like, yeah, mama goes, don't go in my room. And that's immediately what he does. Yep. (laughs) I was like, dude, he's got a chainsaw in the wall. Let's go. What I did like about that scene was he didn't just turn the chainsaw on and it worked. He actually had to work on it a little bit. So at least that was realistic in that way. And by work on it, Miles means for about 30 seconds as our main character crept around the house, you heard kind of tinkering noises that somehow fixed a 50-year-old chainsaw well, heard, that hasn't been touched. You heard tinkering, and then you heard him fill it with gas at one point. Like You know how rusty that thing would be? The rustier, the better, sh- baby. Sharpen all the teeth? No, it's metal. It, it wouldn't move if it's rusty. <laughs> Miles, tell so, the story about your family member. Your mom almost chainsawing her leg off again. <laughs> We've told this. We've told this story. I don't need listen to the old Texas Chainsaw episode. But uh, this so next hot. part was like she's so hot. <laughs> anyway, um, so the uh, the ne- next part is probably my favorite sequence in the movie. So he kills the mechanic by busting his leg in the opposite direction. Oh, it was so good. So, and then he's. I thought that guy was going to be like second to last or like. I thought him and the main character would live. Yep, so much for that. So he smushes that dude's head with a hammer over and fucking over. And main character runs down the stairs and he throws a hammer and fucking knocks her through the floorboards. And it was amazing. This is where me and Miles lost our fucking minds. (laughs) We literally laughed for three minutes straight. She gets hit with a hammer while on the stairs flies off the stairs and through the fucking floor <laughs> like Thor had hucked Mjolnir at her. Literally. <laughs> like, Leatherface Odin's Underneath son. the fucking house. <laughs> She's on the foundation. That's some Dragon Ball Z shit. <laughs> She's like, now things are getting interesting. <laughs> and then <laughs> Leatherface chases her by basically cutting through an entire house with his chainsaw. <laughs> and he cuts through the shit pipe and dumps shit on her head because she did bad at the beginning and she needed to get hers. Yeah, that was unnecessary, but at least it was raining immediately. And I was laughing at that because I was like, as if like it wasn't already terrible. You saw your friend. He's been butchered. 
you're being chased by this crazy ass dude. He just mule neared you through the fucking floor. He's chainsawing directly through the floorboards after you. He cuts you one time. And then what happens? He cuts the shit pipe and it dumps poop all over you. She was also too stupid to move left or right, which were very valuable <laughs> options like to avoid the chainsaw. Do a barrel roll. But she escapes somehow. We get the best scene. And gets onto the party bus. Yep. And then they're, they're, tr- they're trying to drive away. And now me and Miles missed this. And Chris, I need to know if you know because it... We were real stumped. Wait, wait. Before you ask me, backtracking for just one second, I appreciated that cowboy dude in his dying act after having his leg fucking inverted backwards like an elite from Halo, and he's on the ground, and he fucking gasps, he grasps his keys and kind of flicks them her way and then gets his head fucking caved in. And I'm like... How the fuck are you going to talk so much shit about this guy? And with his dying breath, he all he wants to do is try to save you and your dumbass friends. Like, I loved Richter. Fuck everybody. It was also weird. She moved the the mirror with her foot so that that guy could see Leatherface was behind the door. But then he did. He acted like he didn't see that. And it's like. You attacked him because you saw the mirror move. What, do you think it moved on its fucking own? Right. <laughs> like, there's someone under the bed. He's got bad peripheral vision because of the face mask. <laughs> Anyways, uh, please ask me what stumped you. The, the bus is driving now. There's a there's a bus driver who's just been sitting there not saying anything this entire movie because I'm pretty sure he doesn't speak English. <laughs> He's Bulgarian. Yeah. He. They're driving, driving to get away. And then he just stops the bus for no reason and gets off and runs behind the bus. So Leatherface chainsawed the tires. Oh, yeah. We missed that part. Yeah. Because I'm like, what? He was just like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck (laughs) y'all. Because his head, his severed head immediately gets thrown back into the bus. Yeah. And then Leatherface gets on the bus. Dude, he throws a straight rager on that bus. That bus was sick, by the way. That scene, yeah, that bus was sick. I'd party in there. Hell yeah. <laughs> when when uh, High on Horror gets big, when we blow up and go Hollywood, that'll be when we when we have our first party bus, we'll rent a bus exactly like that. Yeah, we'll tour around the Vegas Strip, <laughs> fucking smoking blunts. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he literally kills everybody but two people. <laughs> On this bus, our two main characters. There, there's parts where he's picking up severed legs and chucking them over his shoulder. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> so many deaths. He chainsaws a dude through the dick into a girl into a humping motion while they both get chainsawed to death. <laughs> Loved that. One girl it hangs out a window and he chops her back half off and her front half yeah. like fucking falls through. Her intestines are all spilled out over the bus. Bro. This scene has got to go down as, like, this scene made it Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It was yeah. actually a fucking massacre. And we also, we, we didn't touch on the fact that our main character, I guess, I guess the two sisters are, like, kind of equally main characters, but the, the sister that's here to be kind of saved, she was involved in a school shooting where she was shot, which I was not expecting such a serious <laughs> plot line. Mm-hmm. But fucking imagine that. I survived a school shooting 
only to the next thing that happens to me is I'm fucking chased by a serial killer wearing his own mother's face, killing 25 <laughs> people in front of my face with a fucking chainsaw. That's insane. That's a bad <laughs> hand of cards right there. Yeah, I, like, I was making jokes with MASH from Hops Geek News. I was like, that bitch must have been born in East Town. Because her life is the worst, straight up. Yeah, she's got she's got that Sydney Prescott look. <laughs> <laughs> like death is coming for you, girl. You're getting final destination. <laughs> yeah, I felt like the the whole school shooting subplot was completely unnecessary. Yeah, it wasn't necessary for such an extreme. You could have just made her kind of a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was a nice addition to the movie that gave the character depth because otherwise the character had zero personality. No, I was fine with. I like. I was fine with them. Like, at least they went for something. Yeah, yeah. at least yeah. they went for something. I was. Uh, there was some character development because this chick turns into a fucking badass later. Yeah, that is true. So they jump off the bus. And sheriff lady shows up. Wait, lady from the first wait, one. Wait, when homegirl, when cowboy dude was showing homegirl school shooting shooting chick her gun, I literally turned to my friend. I was like, one hundred percent, she's going to kill Leatherface with that that assault rifle. Like she's gonna overcome her trauma and fucking put <laughs> yeah. him down. And uh, we almost get that. <laughs> yeah, I felt like that part kind of ruined them. That that we'll get we'll get to that. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, they get off the bus. The sheriff lady shows up. And she tracks Leatherface down into a building. She's locked the girls in the back of the, the Jeep. <laughs> and refused to leave. Because she wants to kill Leatherface so bad. So she, <laughs> the girls are like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, get us the fuck out of here. So uh, she goes up and finds Leatherface just like sitting in a chair. But instead of just shooting him immediately until you run out of bullets, she's like, <laughs> she's the worst accent. She goes, say you remember who I am. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, say you remember what you did to my friends. And then she's like, oh, you don't remember me. And she gets all like traumatized like which i understand what they were going for which is the laurie strode thing of you that one day has ruined my entire like changed my entire life and it was nothing to you that's fucking freaky but it's like it's realistic bitch he saw you one day <laughs> he didn't stop and ask your name he was trying to murder you <laughs> like you don't know who the fuck you are i saw a really good meme where it's like sally's face imposed on wanda and she's like you took everything yeah, and from Thanos. me and, and leather <laughs> i don't even face. know who you are yeah <laughs> <laughs> i thought this character was 100 percent unnecessary and she was not nearly as hot as jessica beale fucking missed opportunity <laughs> yeah, I would have taken one with Jessica Biel like that. Way better Hell movie. Yeah. Already, way better Still movie. Still pop that top, girl. Yeah, like, <laughs> I liked that they tried to incorporate the legacy character, but it was just a little silly. Mm. And well, it's silly because she's not a star. Like, she didn't go on to do anything. Yeah. It works with Jamie Lee Curtis because she became a huge actress. Yeah, like, this is kind of where the movie just gets, like, absolutely ridiculous plot-wise. Like, a lot of the shortcomings in this film, I think, happen in this third act right after the bus massacre. Really slows down after the bus massacre. Yeah. 
I thought it was fine. I thought it, it stuck the landing. <laughs> but like I didn't, I didn't hate it. Ridiculousness in it, though. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I'm not. I'm not saying I hated it, but I just there. It got a little. It got a little campy for my taste. Yeah, it does get a little bit because Leatherface comes down and starts attacking the girls in the jeep, and, and that's when Sheriff Lady decides to spring into action by going insane, <laughs> or as I screamed. She looks like Kid Rock. <laughs> because he gets shot in the shoulder and they cut to her and she's like cocking a shotgun. She's like, yeah, remember me now, boy. Can you please cut in uh, I Am an American Badass by Kid Rock? Right? <laughs> yeah, I was like a ball with the bomb. <laughs> But uh, yeah, then she then she misses and he runs away, and he, she like throws the keys at the girls and like here, do what I should have let you done in the first place, which is leave on your own free will. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to hunt down Leatherface, so he's like revving his chainsaw through the alleys and shit, like fucking with her with sound, <laughs> and then he just. Comes running at her. <laughs> he sprints at her full speed, head on. She shoots at him, but it, it like hits the chainsaw, and then she she's like blocking it with the with the shotgun, and she stabs him, and then she, he fucking chainsaws her up through the guts and picks her up. <laughs> the and then he chainsaw yeets her. Yeah, and then fucking like <laughs> revs that shit up for a good minute. There's a lot of good blood splatter in this. <laughs> and then yeah, hurls are about thirty five feet into a pile of garbage. Bro, see this is where like her not shooting him when she had him dead to rights inside the house, and this scene were like my two biggest gripes because she yeah. like hesitated and didn't. She could have killed him, and like they should have just not even had that scene. I don't think. Uh, and then, like, secondarily, like, when she gets thrown, you know, we get we get some more action or whatever. And then uh, Sally is, like, laying there after getting chainsawed through the guts intensely <laughs> while being suspended in the air and then thrown, like, 10 feet away. And she, like, shoots him and then gives a monologue. And I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God, bro. Like, please, just just die. Like... Yeah, they were like, we're going to run away now. And the lady was like, don't run away. It'll ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like, no, I don't want to die. And she's like, no, you you had to take my shotgun and go kill that guy because I just, I need you to do that, please. <laughs> 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 and then she does badass girl stance because it's raining. She's all cut up and she's ready to fucking go murder a dude. The only problem with this scene is that the scene right before this, we had the high school shooter victim go to use an assault rifle, <laughs> but it just wasn't loaded, and she goes, oh, fucking has to run away, but then you give her a shotgun, and then now it's, all right, I'm going to overcome my fear of guns now because 
I was a school shooting victim. And it's like, well, you shouldn't add the other part then. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think the safety was on, and she didn't realize that was the problem with it. Like, she should have hit him, hit him with an axe or something there, and ran away, and then had the moment with the gun to where it was like, oh shit, like she's that serious. <laughs> I definitely thought it was like he didn't have a. It, like there wasn't a round in the gun because like they were fucking around with it earlier when she was with Richter and oh, she like yeah. pulled the trigger or whatever and it didn't have it. Yeah, he made a point yeah, to I show. Don't, I don't care why out. it didn't work. I can, I care about the fact that they try to like you can only have one moment with a gun. You can't have this I'm going to use a gun even though I was shot by a gun moment right after she has a even bigger gun in her. Hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> She goes into this fucking creepy-ass abandoned movie theater, and there's this giant, like, hole in the floor, and it's been raining, so that's, like, full, so it's like a pool. It's 90 feet deep. (laughs) And she fucking, he tackles her into it. He tricks her, because there's, like, this cutout, so he, like, leaves the chainsaw running in front of it, so she thinks it's him, and then he just tackles her into this pool. Shotgun goes flying. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Remember, he's at least 75 years old. <laughs> Why was the pool in the movie theater so fucking deep? Like, they're swimming around <laughs> yeah, it only there. Been... It doesn't even jostle the surface. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it had only been raining for about 25 minutes. <laughs> that was the town's watering hole. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in Texas, a state that is renowned for not getting much annual water. <laughs> <laughs> they tackle in there. She gets out, and then fucking Leatherface, like, springs out. Freddy versus Jason style, dude. Like, up in the... I couldn't fucking leap up that up. Senior citizen. (laughs) We're dealing with in this. Jumps out and grabs her. Like, she goes under. She's in the water for a hot minute, and then she, like, crawls out. Yeah, and then he leaps out like a fucking mermaid oh. and attacks her again. Sister yeah. shows up again. Sister was like, leave me. I'm going to die because they they crashed the Jeep or whatever at one point. Yeah. Oh, we forgot to talk about that. How about how about <laughs> Leatherface a throwing a chainsaw at the car and causing them to wreck it into a building? <laughs> <laughs> that was... This was the second movie I had watched that day where that exact same thing had happened. Because <laughs> earlier in the day, I had watched Strangers... Pray by night, yep. pray at night, whatever it is. And they and Baghead and that throws a cinder block at a windshield and it causes a massive car accident. <laughs> yeah, I thought that Leatherface was going to sit down in the passenger seat and turn on the radio and listen to some 80s hits while he killed him. <laughs> that would have been awesome. And that girl's like, I'm sorry what we did to your mama. It won't right. All of a sudden she had this fucking like, southern accent. <laughs> Yeah, so... Um, the main character gets the shotgun. Yeah. She shoots Leatherface twice, Terminator 2 style. <laughs> right at the edge of the fall, but she ain't got no more bullets. And which me and Miles, were, we were like, how many bullets are they about to give her? Because we just saw that she only got two. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, she shoots them like eight times. <laughs> yep. But, uh, yeah, she runs out of bullets, so we think Leatherface is about to spring up, but then other girl comes up with the chainsaw. <laughs> Which I loved her face this entire time. <laughs> She's like fucking like, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> fucking starts this thing up and uppercuts the shit out of him with a chainsaw, like skims his chin. Yep. 
and then she's holding it up in the air in slow-mo going <laughs> for, for like 10 seconds then they go to leave the best scene in the movie arguably <laughs> then they go to leave they get cackling. in their self-driving tesla again <laughs> Bro, i was cackling at this point did you know it gets 85 miles to the gallon, and it's almost entirely electrically charged? If you push this button, it'll drive itself three hours out of this abandoned town. Tesla. You know. That's their slogan now. Look at our sunroof. <laughs> Dude. Yeah, I loved, I loved like, the tone. Uh, like, everything's bright and happy. You're like, oh, good, they survived. Like, perfect. Where is the sun? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then Leatherface busts through the passenger window, rips the sister out, and decapitates her. <laughs> as the main character is sitting in the fucking the sunroof. As the car, through the as sun the car drives away by itself. And she's just going, yeah. <laughs> Tesla and Leatherface, victims. Leatherface has her hair and just runs the chase on through and easily cuts her head <laughs> And then does his fucking leather face chainsaw dance <laughs> as he slices the screen open and the credits roll that was fucking awesome <laughs> and the way they what shot that last scene about? the way they shot that last scene when she's driving away it's like identical to the original movie when she's in the back of the, when sally's in the back of the truck and like just the way the camera works done <laughs> yeah except this time she's not screaming because she was saved by a truck she's screaming because she's being pulled away from her sister who's having her head cut off <laughs> yeah and it was awesome. Do you guys know there's a post credit scene? To I this wanted movie? her to die so bad. Yeah. Yeah. What I, was the post credit scene? I remember watching you didn't it, watch but it? I don't remember. Ah. Uh, go for it, Chris. So Leatherface makes his way back to the house where the original massacre took place. Oh, they Rambo it. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's. <laughs> they've made. This was probably like the sixth attempt at a reboot since the Jessica Beale ones. At least third or fourth. <laughs> And they did have the balls to put a post credit scene like there will be a sequel. I'd take a sequel to this, though. I fucking love the way this was made. Like, this is a fucking modern slasher. This is, like, as close as you'd get to an 80s slasher film. And I am fucking here for 20 more of these. Yeah. Is my favorite type of horror movie is a good slasher like Friday the 13th, like Halloween. And that's what we got here. Well, how many bus massacres would you give it? I'm going to give it 4.5. <laughs> like, besides for some, how much I didn't like the hipstery people, I loved that there was so many kills. Yeah. Yeah. If the kill count's high, it's hard to fucking argue with it. Unless it's just, like, lower budget. Like, as long as there's money put into it and the kills are creative, fuck yes. <laughs> He killed an entire bus full of people. Are that you was not a scene. That was an entire scene in this movie. Act two. He cuts through a bus full of people. <laughs> Act three begins. <laughs> I gotta I gotta say, like, I'm giving this a four, not because it's anything exceptional, but the gore was so good and I had such a fun time watching this movie. Like the the fact that this movie made me genuinely laugh hard, like three or four <laughs> different times and there was great gore and we got to see Leatherface. like i was i didn't give a shit how strong or how old or how freaking fast he was i was like yeah all of that give me all of that this man's a fucking killing machine so i'm i'm going for 
Well, uh, I think that I might go for as well for the fun factor. The gore was great. All that good shit. The plot was so dumb. It was so dumb. I'm going to go to an abandoned town, and I'm going to be a chef there. Get the fuck out of here. This is so They've stupid. They've done dumber. Huh? They've done way dumber. They've also done dumber, for sure. <laughs> That's why I got four and not two. So They've done should, dumber. <laughs> what, what should, and you said 4.5, Josh? Yeah, I give it 4.5. Okay, I was going to say, if we all give something fours, we should call it a leather face. <laughs> But yeah, no like, Kakoa Shaw seal of approval on this one, but we enjoyed it. It was fun. Yeah, I'll definitely rewatch it. I came uh, to my dad's the next day, and my stepmom was uh, like about halfway through, and I sat down and watched the, watched the second half again. I was like, fuck yeah. I get to see bus scene. I get to see fucking Terminator shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. just, it was just ridiculous, but in a good way. <laughs> Well, audience, if you want to buy some merch, merch time, uh, you go to hhonhpod.threadless.com, and you can get yourself some Kakoa Shaw shirts, some She's So Hot shirt. I feel like we made one of those. <laughs> yeah. I could be wrong. If not, we'll I, I need. I definitely need to upload some. I still haven't even uploaded Angry Skunk, and we've been pushing that for a while. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know I drew Jessica Biel specifically for a shirt. <laughs> so You did make a design. Yeah, we had to put that on. Yes. So, uh, yeah, get yourself a shirt. We don't make much money on it, but it would be pretty cool if you liked the show and you made a shirt. Yeah. You need to wear clothes, so why not, you know, throw throw an old shirt out. And hook yourself up with a, a nice one. It's good quality. We all own shirts from these these companies. It's comfy. Yeah. Life is tough, so why not wear high on whore? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get us up on your body. Get us up on your shower curtain. High on cotton. Yeah. High quality cotton. <laughs> I think it's like micro-modal. That stuff's pretty dope. Yeah, it's super soft. It's comfy. It doesn't shrink when you wash it, which is dope. And the design never seems to fade, so... I'm here for it. As am I. If you wanted to tell us what your thoughts on this movie were, be sure to do so on any of our vast social media accounts. <laughs> we were on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, probably some more. Friendster, Zanga, yeah. MySpace. Yeah. JDate.com. <laughs> <laughs> you can reach us at H on H pod. If you want to email the show, go ahead and do that. We have an, e- we have an email at uh, highonhorrorpod at gmail.com. You know what I think we should do? Instead of a Patreon, we should do an OnlyFans. It's the same shit. Hell yeah. You want to see our buttholes? Put the money down. Well, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> just the same content as Patreon. <laughs> money is money. Money's we money. need it. I mean, yeah, if you need to see the toes, I got them. <laughs> <laughs> You want you want to see Chris make things disappear with his butt? <laughs> <laughs> you put down a fucking hundred bucks a month guarantee. <laughs> I'd pay for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the hair on my head that's curly. You'll see. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! People are gonna love that. <laughs> but yeah, uh, reach out to us and uh, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get your podcasts. But until next time, life is tough, so why not get high on horror?